What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Championship Leadership Podcast. This is your host, Nate Bailey, and uh, I'm just excited. We got my man coming back to the show for a second time, Zach Babcock. Zach Babcock, podcast, powertrain syndicate, an incredible man. He's, he's come through uh, my Championship Leadership 24-hour experience a couple different times, gotten to know him. He's come and speak at my Unleash the Leader Within three-day experience. Um, just, uh, I've learned a ton from him. He's helped me to grow this podcast, to get it out in, in front of more people, to land celebrity guests, which has helped bring more attention to my podcast as well as he's, he's helped me to monetize it as well. So just an incredible dude. Um, very humble, but very inspiring. Like he knows what he wants. He's clear and he's going after it and he's, and he's getting it. So I just, uh, I love people like Zach and I need more of people like Zach in my life. So before we get to him, make sure that you can uh, check out my website as well, natebailey.org for everything else that we got going on, some free resources for you as well there. But, but I want to get us to this conversation. It was great to reconnect with Zach, to see what he's up to, to see the current vision that he has. And uh, if you've listened to the first podcast that we did probably a little bit over a year ago, um, the growth that he's had is, is phenomenal. And so if you're not following Zach, you got to follow him. Zach is the uh, underdogempowerment.com. You just uh, look him up, Zach Babcock. You'll find him on all different channels. Podcast Powertrain is his company. With that, let's introduce you to the one and only, the real Zach Babcock. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Championship Leadership Podcast. And uh, I'm excited we got Zach Babcock back in the house. What's up, man? How you doing? Dude, I'm uh, excited to be back, bro. It's always a pleasure jamming with you. Absolutely, man. So uh, a lot has happened and changed since first had you on. We were just talking. I, I don't remember exactly, but it's been over a year and probably closer to a year and a half since you first came on, which was really shortly after... I, uh, I first came in and worked with you, um, on my podcast, right? I came into one of your coaching programs and to help me, uh, get my podcast going to, to be consistent, to get it ranked, to, 
to uh, get some celebrities booked on the podcast. And, and uh, it's fun to see where I've, got, I've come and gone uh, or grown in, in my journey since then. And, and uh, you've, you've done nothing but the same, of course. We're both different people than we were the first time we came through. So I said we had to run this thing back. <laughs> yeah, dude, exactly. And then I got to go jam out with you twice now on the CL24, yes. which, which was uh, life altering, life changing. And I'm not just saying that to be saying that, you know me, dude. But uh, yeah, it's been a lot's happened, man. A lot of growth. No doubt, man. And uh, yeah, it'd be fun to talk a little bit about that too. But what, uh, why don't you uh, bring us up? Like, what, uh, well, l- let me pause on that first and let's come back to championship leadership. Cause I always ask this question. I almost skipped it because I've had you on, you've, you've answered it before, but I, I'm thinking, because like you said, you're, you're on this continual path of growth, but you document it very well. You tell the story uh, through social media. So I always know what you're up to for the most part. Um, so I've been seeing that happen. Like you said, you come through our championship leadership, 24 hour experience. And, and I'm sure you've, you've grown, taken some things from that. Like, one thing that I've noticed is the conversations that you have, the study that you do, the experiences that you go to, you know, some people just go to those and it's a cool experience, but you're always one that's like, you're going to, you're going to find something from that experience. If you're going to go through it and you're absolutely going to take it, implement it to make you and those around you better. So, so what is, uh, what is championship leadership to you today? Uh, what does that mean to you? Yeah, man, it's, it encompasses, man, my, really my, my core, core values, my beliefs, man, which is doing the right thing. Uh, excellence is a standard. You know, good is not enough. It's, you know, pure excellence. We're going to, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it all the way. Uh, leadership through action, which, you know, that entails taking initiative, responsibility, and accountability. And then also uh, a big one that uh, is big for me, and I know you'll appreciate it. Uh, fanatical attention to detail, executing part of discipline. (laughs) Dude, I I learned a new thing about a new level of attention to detail coming out there with you guys. Like, Oh wow, this is uh, next level. And I appreciated (laughs) it so much though. And I, and, and dude, honestly though, that experience, though, I was like, Oh wow. It helped me level up as far as, you know, executing with hard discipline and and paying that attention to those details. But now Dude, like it's been becoming a driving force within our own organization, our companies, even my family. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a, I coach my kids flag football team and I'm always on them about detail and stuff, you know, because they're seven years old and their, their attention span is everywhere. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but That's um, huge. Uh, young kids even like the earlier you can learn that it's it's a game changer. Amen. It is, dude. And, uh, you know, that's what it, that's what it means to me, though, man, is this not saying shit, but living it, like being the example leading, you know, with those core values, but, but holding yourself to that standard, not, not telling people, Hey, this is standard. you got to do it. No, you lead and you live that standard and you bring people along with you to that standard. Yeah. Yeah. 100% man. Absolutely. What's uh catch us up. Like for those that maybe don't know who Zach Babcock is yet, or for those that have uh, been living under a rock and haven't been paying attention, like, what are you up to? Where are you at now? Because, I mean, you just made a post, maybe it was yesterday or the day before you, you can remind me, but you're just talking about like where you've, where you've come. And it was like 2019, you started on this journey with the podcasting business, right? Yeah. 
that's not that long ago, dude, just to see the growth that you in, in the progress of the success that you've had in that time is pretty incredible, but it's not, it's not surprising if you know, if I, like, if I, like, I know you and who you are, but it's incredible because a lot of people for whatever reason, haven't had that, that type of success, but it's, it's just a decision that you made, man. You, you just decided that that's what it was going to be. And, and it's, and it's happening. Like you're, you're putting the action behind it, of course, but, but talk to us a little bit about, um, how fast things have come, maybe the journey and what you're up to and what it is that you actually do. Yeah, man. Uh, appreciate that question too. It's, uh, it's cool right now. I'm going through a lot of changes, good changes, but, um, a lot of growth in, it's not, I'm not for one second, like resting on my laurels ever, but I, I, I had a limiting belief for a long time. And I think you do to an extent in the beginning, do have to hustle that 24 seven, maybe or really, 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 really grind real hard in the business to get it, get it rolling. Right. But, um, you know, I, I had this limiting belief that I had to sacrifice other areas of my life, like my spirituality or, or my relationships and my health and stuff. Like those three really took a hit um, during this, this phase. And I was, you know, growing like, you know, crushing it as far as the business goes. But dude, my health went to shit and uh, a lot of my relationships, like I wasn't barely spending time with my family. And that was like one of the main reasons why I started the business in the first place was a right. time and financial freedom. Right. And so back in January and, you know, we're, we're jamming out it's April of 2021 uh, at the time of the recording back in January, I made a decision. I was like, you know what, dude, I'm going to work 12 PM to 4 PM Monday through Friday. And that's it. 20 hours a week. And I implemented it and did it right away. And I was only able to do that because of our team. Our team is rock star. We got, we got great people on our team that are all bought in. They, it's a perfect core value fit and everybody's in alignment with the mission of where we're going. So it wouldn't be possible without that in place, I don't believe. But um, I was able to do that right away. And then what's crazy is just a couple of weeks after that, I scaled it back even to Monday through Thursday. So I went from working 16 to 18 hour days to 16 hour weeks. And it's not that I'm not hustling. I'm just not hustling in the business 24 yeah. seven. Now I'm hustling on my, on my health is a big, big one. My relationships, I became the coach of my kids football team. That was on my vision board for six years. And, and it's cool, man. And, 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 and I, I, I mean this man, you know, you exposing me to like the outdoors and stuff was huge because now I go out there by myself and what I was doing is I'd go out there by myself out, out in the woods and nature and stuff. And like, you know, I'd get my, I got my little whoop band so I could track my strain and all that yeah. stuff. But, uh, I, I would go out there and get a nice hike, you know, three to five hour hikes, but I would pause, you know, in nice little spots and do like a little meditation exercise and like the Wim Hof breathing exercise. And then I journal my thoughts. And, you know, a lot of times I would say, can I have it all? And then I'd ask, what does all mean to me? Because so many people don't know what all mean, what success even means. They're living other people's success. And so like I clearly identified it and all these different areas. And I was like, man, I got everything I need right now to be and become anything I want. And so it's just been it's been awesome, man. And I've just been working on some new things that I'm excited about uh, launching later on this year. But uh yeah, man. Sorry for the long-winded answer, but things are things are going good. I'm just hustling all the way around the board now. No, I love it, man. What uh, 
what, has that been challenging for you or was it like easy? I could, I just think of, um, there might be some, almost some self-doubt of like, man, can I really go do this? Is it like, can I really only work for four hours or can I really scale it back to like four days a week? Uh, um, a lot of questions might come into my head. Obviously you've been able to do it, but I'm curious as what that process was like. To yeah. Before that. I did it, there was a lot of like, man, this is a, this is going to be a big jump. This is yeah. going to be, it's going to take some time to get to it or whatever. But I realized that we were able to do it right away. And then I just fell in love with it. I was like, Oh dude, I'm never going back to that, to that again. Like I got the foundations built now and we're just going to keep growing it and building on it. But but I realized like I'm so much more effective now. So, so the team is a, is a, is a, is a, is a huge component for that work. Yeah, and, totally. But another component is now that I only spend 16 hours a week, dude, I'm only doing super high leverage. Like here's a simple way to put it. The most important thing is to keep the most important thing, the most important thing. Yeah. And like, yeah. I realized that I was doing so much stuff before that, I didn't need to do. Yeah. It was busy work. It was, it was, yeah. it could have done, it could have not had to do it. And I could have been spending more time with my family or whatnot. I'm not regretting anything because it was, it, it helped me learn this lesson. But, but, but now I'm just focused on super high leverage activities within the business whenever I do only stuff that only I can do. Yeah. If, it, if it can be done automated or delegated, then it's going that route. But if yeah. it's only that I can do it, hold my beer, I'm going in. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome, man. What's, uh, What's, um, what's the vision for you? Like, because I know it's constantly changing, just like all championship leaders, like again, to really the ones that really make a difference, it really paved the way, which you see you definitely, absolutely 100% doing that in, in the space that you're in. Um, what's, what's the vision currently? Where's it at? Like where are you headed? What's the impact you're looking to make? Uh, I'm very curious to hear this cause I know it's, it's big. Thanks man. Um, so I got a, uh, an immediate, short-term vision. Mm -hmm. And then I got the legacy long-term vision. So the immediate short-term vision is, Hey, get this book published, uh, shoot for a New York times bestselling book. Uh, not, not just the Amazon. Like I want to, I want to get like a huge, like make it a big ordeal and I'm going to hire probably scribe media, uh, and pay their big, big, big package to help out with that. But, um, but that is going to, put me in position to be able to go do speaking engagements for hundred K for 45 minutes. And then what that's going to do is I'm going to be able to fly my family out to these speaking engagements. They're going to see me murder the stage. Like I always do. And then we're going to be able to go hike in the nature, you know, in Las Vegas or LA or wherever the hell we're at in the world. Um, that's huge for me now because uh, my kids are so young, you know, they're, they're 12, seven and two. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to do that for like hardcore a lot over the next 10 to 15 years. And then the legacy long-term vision is uh, we're also launching other brands and other companies. So, so we have podcast power training and we're, we're scaling that, but we're getting ready to launch a new brand yep. here later this year. And I want to have all these, these different vertically integrated companies that are, you know, vertically integrated, they're feeding off each other and they're all serving the same purpose that can run and operate without me needing to, to run and operate it. And so they're basically printing money that's going to fund this legacy goal of a 9% or lower recidivism rate. 
uh, nationwide in the U.S. And what's crazy about that, man, is I got connected. I got a call from later on today, but I'm launching a new podcast that's specifically for prisoners, uh, people in prison, because they they denied underdog empowerment because they said I say fuck too much. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, oh, uh, story. <laughs> <laughs> what? Never. Not no, well, I don't know about too much, but you know. No, I, no, it's it's all day. I say fuck probably every every <laughs> whatever. I don't care, but uh, it's a good content. So it's got a good purpose. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, man, that's gonna um, it's crazy because I'm I, this dude's got a connection with J and Securus, which are the people that you know you could send money through to people, your loved ones in the inside, or you know put money on the phone and stuff like that. Well, now they got tablets and stuff, and they have subscriptions and stuff. And so we're literally going to turn this podcast into a six-figure income, and that's cool. I'm never going to say no to money, but right. the main thing is I'm going to be able to start reaching people with this content that are inside, and the people that are serious about turning their life around. I'll be able to connect with them because I'm like, man, this dude gets it. He was here before and, yeah. and shit like that. So, yeah. oh yeah. So yeah, man, that's the, that's the vision. Uh, super excited about it. That's huge. What, uh, how do you go about doing that? And the end of the podcast is a, a step in that direction. Yeah. Um, so we're going to start with the podcast, but then we're going to have programs and, and this isn't like built yet, but this is, yeah, yeah. I want to have it to where I got so many people that are already doing stuff like this, that I'll be able to match up, you know, just, uh, just to do like, there's a lot of people that have like reform programs and stuff that I'm connected with. Um, but our own specifically is I want to have something in place where when someone comes out, we have a program for them where we build up basic life skills that aren't even taught in school. I'm talking about like how to set goals, find your purpose and shit like that. You know, um, a good resource right here, bro. So let me know if you ever, uh, I'd love to be a part of that mission. So yeah, hit me up on that, but that's incredible, dude. Yeah. You man, I appreciate the hell out of you, bro. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we're going to figure out their strengths and weaknesses and then we'll match them up and help them get hired. And we're connected with tons of entrepreneurs, right? And you get a tax cut for hiring convicted felons. A lot of people don't understand about that. And so we'll get people matched up with their strengths. Um, so we're going to be like an outsourcing agency at that maybe. Yeah. And then I want to have an entrepreneurship program for people that are cut out to be entrepreneurs that want to go start their own business because that's going to be their best bet regardless. But, um, you know, we also have stuff for the people who are non-entrepreneurs and uh, 9% recidivism rate or lower nationwide in the U.S. It's a big ass goal, dude, if you look at the recidivism rates across the, the, all the different states. But, uh, but that's what it is. And that's what we're what, going. What is, what is the rate right now currently? So like Missouri is like 47 and, and they change each year, but like they're in the forties and some are in the sixties and shit. And if you look at that and compare it all across the United States and then look at any other country, we dwarf them, like dwarf them. It's, it's, it's crazy how, how high they are compared to any other country. And you know me, dude, I'm not making any excuse or uh, playing a victim stance, right? Like I don't roll with that shit. Um, but the the current how it's set up is it doesn't set you up for success and it does make it a lot harder than what it needs to be. There could be a better system in place that helps people coming out be able to get get a, get off to a good good head start. And so, uh, for dummies like me, recidivism just so I'm, I, that that means like if it's sixty for sixty percent that get out go back in. Is that right? Is that what that means? Like they end up back in prison. Yeah, dude. So within three years, so within three years, do they stay out or go back in? Okay. And so think about it, dude. 
those numbers are skewed. It's even worse than what it really is because they don't account for the people that go out and go back to that old lifestyle and end up dying from a drug overdose or getting yeah. shot or something. Or they don't account for somebody that gets locked up four years down the road. Yeah. It's only for within three years. Gotcha, man. Yeah, that's that's huge, man. That's what I'm talking about, though. That That's like that championship leadership vision that I that I always, I mean, you know, Bill Belichick, like Nick Saban, a football style vision of just something that's so far out there that they could clearly see that they know what's going to happen, but no one else is, everybody else is like, man, you're crazy. Like, yeah, right. Never going to happen. So I love it, man. I love it. That's huge. Right on, what's, brother. What, uh, is we, I want to respect your time because I know you're, you're the, uh, four hour, you're not even like the four hour work week, right guy now. So, uh, <laughs> uh, what's, uh, what's, what's a point in your life? Like, uh, I know you've shared a few with us, but maybe even in the last year, let's say like, what's a major critical moment turning point because we have them all the time. But one, one that's really sticks out to you, maybe a challenging moment where obviously you've persevered and, and it has you where you are today um, because of the decision you made. But um, had you made a different decision, you could see that you guys, you would be, you know, some, someplace very different, just, just over a lot of, a lot has happened. 2020 was difficult for a lot of people. Um, is there, is there a moment that's sticking out to you in the last 12 months? Yeah, dude, it's back in January. So 2020 was incredible for us as far as business goes. I mean, we, we killed it and there was a lot of growth. We got our first brick and mortar spot with the, with the studio and that brought on key team members that, and three of three key team members, two of them are still with us that were rock solid. The other one, you know, sometimes you don't always bring on the best people. Sure. Uh, and that starts, you know, up top with, uh, with, uh, it, it really, that was it's, at the end of the day, it's my fault. Yeah. Anything that goes wrong Absolutely. with an organization, it's my fault. Yeah. Um, but uh, all this great shit that was happening, right? But um, it was in January when when we went out to our very first mastermind that we held. And, um, and we got 10 clients that came out and we got this fucking badass beach house in Pensacola, Florida for five days. And it's just like all this. And I was like, damn. And it was like, you know, I, I always, you know, that this was a pipe dream to me just, you know, a year and a half ago, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, um, and I was already like, not like enjoying it. Like I was like, what's next? You know, I'm like, I was like, hold up, man. You're not even, you're not even taking the time to like yeah. be great. Like, why is that? And, and then that started this whole thought process of like, man, you're just, it's never going to be enough. You're just going to keep on going and going, but you're never going to have any fulfillment. Cause you're always thinking what's next, what's next, what's next. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to grow and and be excellent and squeeze every ounce of potential that life has in it. But you also got to balance that with like being grateful for right fucking now, like everything you have right now. There, and I know that sounds so cheesy, but man, I wasn't doing that. And um, and then that's what I was like, man, you got all this going on, but you're not even spending hardly any time for your kids. You're working all the time. You don't need to work all the time. You know, you can be see like you're not gonna have, your kids aren't gonna be around. They ain't gonna be this young for forever. All this shit, man. And so I was like, that's that's what kicked off that decision, yeah. and it compounded. Um, so that was that definitely- kind of happened for you in Florida. Yeah, because yeah, I remember seeing. I was wishing I was there, and uh, yeah, it looked like an epic trip. But a lot of that happens. To a lot of people, right? Like 
they, and they don't learn that lesson that you learned now when your kids are still young, like it usually happens in a massive form of regret, like late in life, right? When they're like, and they can't get it back. The time's gone. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And I don't, I, I, that, that pain thinking of that, like was what, what I was like, nah, dude, you gotta, you gotta stop and stuff. And so I'm grateful that I got lucky and realized it. Cause really it was, it, it could have gone either way and I could have just ignored it. It was really just the, with the circumstances that happened in my life. And I was able, yeah, obviously I had to make that decision, you know what I'm saying? But I was luckily that I was feeling that pain and thinking about that um, and then decided yeah. to act on it. Absolutely, man. Good for you. What, uh, what's, what's next? Yeah, man. Um, next up is the six pack. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You've been, talking, like, you've been talking about the six pack for a while now. But I could see like it's different now. You, it's going to happen. Yeah, dude. Um, I've made a shit ton of progress already. I haven't put yeah. up any, any posts, but I made a yeah, post. I saw you in the gym just the other day. I was like, I saw, I saw the progress for sure. I was like, oh, yeah, he's getting it. Thank you, brother. Yeah, dude. It's, it's focus number one is, is that because it's like I started in December of 2018. I was like, I'm going to grow this beard out until I get a six pack. Yeah. And here we are in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's funny because I'm still not going to cut it when I get the six pack, but uh, That's awesome. But I got to get the six pack because I do what I say I'm going to do. And I, and it's been too long. I just haven't clamped down on it like I am now. But uh, so yeah, that's, that's that. And once I do that, then I'm going to launch uh, the, the next, the next brand. But yeah. I said, I'm going to do it after I get that six pack. Can't wait to see that. When's uh, what's, do you got a name for the book yet? Yeah, it's gonna be gonna be Alpha Underdog. Okay, it's uh, it's the next evolution. So, all right, I'll I'll let they, because this is gonna get post maybe like a couple weeks or so. Yeah, yeah. Here's what it is, man. Alpha Underdog is the next thing. It's the evolution of underdog empowerment, and it's that next step. And it's like encompassing, like, hey, you can have it all in life. Like, dude, literally, dude. I like right now, <laughs> and I'll shut up after this. But um, you good. <laughs> You, you, you just like yourself, man, and I think that's why we gravitate towards each other uh, a lot. Is that I don't like to half-ass things. If I'm gonna do something, I like to master them and like yeah. really dive deep and have a real good understanding and be able to develop that skill to a point where you're like really, you know, way above average. You know, like yeah. excellent. You know, um, to the point where you want to get it to be the best in the world, but that takes a lot of time. But uh, but yeah, so it's a com complete commitment to the excellence, right? And so my glaring weakness stepping into this, uh, this year, um, was finances. Like, dude, I could go out and make the money, but like, dude, I wasn't being disciplined and I wasn't paying attention to the detail. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like we'd be like, okay, we made enough money, but damn, where the hell did it go? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, uh, I just, uh, I'm almost finished with Dave Ramsey's total money makeover. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I didn't never even think about money that way. I thought yeah. like, but like you had to go get a car loan to get, or, you know, right. that was like normal, right? Yeah. But it's not. And yeah. so like we're doing the whole debt snowball thing right now, but, uh, and I'm investing and stuff. I had to peel back on the investing because I read this book and he's like, Hey, you could invest after you pay off your debt and yeah. I end yeah. the reserves up and stuff. Yeah. It's shit like that. So anyways, this, this, uh, alpha underdog thing is yeah. not going to be just about business. It's about mastering your mind, body, soul, relationships, and finance all together. I love it, man. Yeah. So 
that's like breaking news on the championship leadership podcast. I love it, bro. You heard it here first, folks. That's right. That's cool, man. I can't wait to see the book. Can't wait to uh, see you launch that program, get the six pack abs. And uh, of course, um, yeah, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, I can't wait to see you get that buckle, bro. You oh yeah. The new buckles, right? Yeah, they they are pretty badass if I had to say I mean, so much. These were cool and all, but uh, we leveled up the game just like you level uh, shit up in your life every yeah. other week, it seems. So uh, yeah, we leveled it up for sure. And uh, so I can't wait to see you back there too as well. Is it going to be in Vegas or are you guys same spot? Well, this next one's in uh, East Texas, but yeah, there'll be another one in Vegas in November. Uh, we'll probably do one in Ohio in summertime, like July. It'll be too hot, you know, because you were there, actually. You were there in August yeah. in Vegas. We don't want to do that again. That was miserable. That was pretty miserable. Um, I think I might be able to jam out in the Ohio one in yeah. July. We wrap up football May 2nd. Okay. But that's just a regular season. We're, we're probably going to do it. Our team is pretty fucking badass. I am not just saying that. I know. I've seen you guys have been winning. Yeah, I'm not just saying that either. We lost our first game, yeah. but our defense it, it, and it, it, we were we were getting our ass with 26 to six, dude. Yeah, and ended up, ended up losing it. Or 18 to six, and ended up losing it 26 to 25 was the final score. So yeah. like our clamp down on defense. Second yeah. game, we were losing 12 to nothing. Ended up winning that at halftime, and ended up winning that 14 to 12. No points the second man, half, man. and then the third game we just whooped their ass. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we're, we're, uh, we got a little fight. Uh, yeah. After that though, I won't have that going on. And so July would probably be like a prime time. Cool. But and plus my knees pretty much healed up. Uh, yeah, it, good. Uh, good. it's, uh, it's rocking. I had a Baker's cyst, by the way. That's what oh, it is. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. So that's good. It wasn't a, it was good. It wasn't right? or yeah. yeah, ACL. I was scared because I thought it was, but I was like, I know it's not a tear because yeah. if you see NFL players, they get a, ACL tear and they're on the ground, the yeah. court crying and getting yeah. carted off the field and shit. Yeah. So I knew it wasn't that bad, but I was like, <laughs> I was, I thought it was a meniscus because it was the whole back of my yeah. knee was swelled up and I couldn't even walk in. Yeah. yeah. But we're no, good. Yeah. Good. It was good thing. It wasn't good to hear that. So what's, yeah. uh, let's wrap this up. One, one final thought, like something for the listeners, like if they were to implement, take action, it would, it would move their life forward. What would that be? Dude, yeah, this my my answer to this changes at different times when I get asked it, but right now, answering it right now would be get really clear on exactly what you want in life and what success means to you. Because even entrepreneurs, even entrepreneurs do the same shit where they feel like, oh, I gotta scale the business up and be working and be the blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. And and really that's not even a success to them. That's just like, Oh, that's a perceived success of other people. I'll be successful in other people's eyes. Fuck other people, dude, who gives a shit about it? Not, not saying like, I got great friends and fame and all that shit, but I'm saying like, yeah. at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck dude anymore. I don't give a fuck anymore. It's about like, what does success look like for me? Okay. That's what it looks like. Let's go get that. Yeah. Cause that's, what's going to make me happy. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I, I was doing it wrong, man. I thought that I had to work all this time. Like we were talking about earlier before, and I wasn't happy in other areas of my life. And dude, I would, if I'd have kept on going with that, I'd have been 60, 70 years old with all this fucking money and a miserable life, miserable health and all this stuff and miserable, miserable relationships. And so 
you got to figure that out. And it's not just business is the business doesn't rule everything. Yes. It's very fucking important. And we do, we should get that, take care of that, but you got to get everything in order all yeah. the way around the board, you yeah, know? Absolutely. Yeah. 100% bro. Um, well, I appreciate you being here. What, what, what's some ways we can, we can check you out and what you're up to. Yeah, man. Appreciate that. Underdogempowerment.com, dude. That's, uh, that's where all the social media and stuff is, but the podcast is right there on the homepage. Uh, hope to see you guys over there. And, uh, Nate, dude, thanks for having me back on. And, uh, looks Thank like you. I'm seeing you in, in Ohio soon. Absolutely, man. Can't wait. All right, brother. Have a good one. All right. You too, brother. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. Of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader, I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. If I said it, then I meant it, I probably already did it. Consider it done. Consider it done. If you need some inspiration, you should play this championship leadership podcast. Hey, baby. Tip.